presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everyone to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Scotty Via and Paralegal Mike are back. And dude, it feels like it's been like a couple weeks since we've talked. And it hasn't. It's only been a week since we've yeah. uh, last recorded the potty. But again, so much has happened in that week in the WrestleMania realm, Road to WrestleMania. Uh, we got a little AEW news last week at the end of the show. Like, hey, we'll get back into some AEW news and we're kind of going to talk AEW news more about a specific person. But one, first of all, sorry. Well, I, I got right into it. Like, as soon as we hit record, I'm like, all right, fuck it, here we go. But I'm like, I should have hosted this week. Whoa. <laughs> you did a great job last week. Great job. I thought so. Major kudos to you. Right. The props and uh, for, for the hosting duties last week. I thought you did amazing so uh i need to get get uh readjusted here how are you pal you good you know doing well got off the the big birthday weekend mm, my man yeah. 19 yeah just <laughs> exactly the age every paralegal should be yeah. <laughs> hey you got a little bit of shit on your, your shit on your nose <laughs> <laughs> we're not no, making fun of the situation we're just busting chops because look allegedly with what has happened it's all terrible we don't condone it we don't like it it all fucking sucks if even an ounce of it is true Vince should never see the daylight again he should be in jail for the rest of his life i just wanted to say that hey i mean keep keep paying bills yeah but anyway go on uh other than that no it's been a a pretty eventful week since we last spoke to our in my house pro wrestling podcast faithful yeah, you know they've uh, all tuned in, probably as did we, to the the WrestleMania kickoff press conference. That's right, WrestleMania 40 had a press conference. Boy, was it awful! 
But here we go. <laughs> we are going to just kind of briefly touch on the events that happened at the WrestleMania 40 kickoff press conference that happened in Las Vegas. I believe it's February 8th. Yeah, right before the Super Bowl. The date happened. Yeah. So, um, I don't know why anyone else showed up to that press conference. It's pointless. I mean, Bianca Belair was there. Whatever. My girl Rhea was there. Also, whatever. But, uh, boy, Seth Rollins was there. The uh, tribal, ch- the, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns was there. Seth being there it almost was a whatever, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he was there, and boy, uh, everyone's favorite nightmare, the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes was also there, and uh, boy, did it get things into motion and made things a little more confusing going into WrestleMania 40. So, long story short, Cody chooses Roman. But Mike, two weeks ago on SmackDown, he chose not to fight Roman at WrestleMania. That's right. That's right. So you're, you're saying he chose Roman to, to fight Roman at WrestleMania now? Yeah. I mean, what, the what events uh, leading up to there and uh, the conversation of that bloodline family tree, um, it was all bullshit, says one American <laughs> nightmare. So he came out and, of course, chose Roman and then went on to uh, tell Dwayne and Roman that his ancestors would be embarrassed of what they were doing, which then caused Dwayne to slap Cody right in the face. That's uh, probably the biggest takeaway here was that Dwayne The Rock Johnson going heel into WrestleMania 40. And uh, boy, after that press conference, we still weren't sure how this was going to work out. Seth was still on stage during the whole whole ordeal, the smacking, the, the saying he's choosing Roman. And then sides were clearly chosen right away. Cody got slapped. Seth was right in the mix defending Cody. Uh, Obviously, Roman and Dwayne were taking their side. And here we are in a new week. But Friday Night SmackDown, before we got into this week, uh, one Triple H had to make an appearance and make it very clear that it is going to be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, even though WWE.com told us it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Thanks for the clarica- clarification trips. Yep. We appreciate it. Scott, hey. Monday night. Cody and Seth, what do we think of the promo? Loved it. Really loved it. They made it as real as possible within the characters within the world of pro wrestling you've got seth coming out and saying look i know you didn't choose me it's fine but you're the guy to take down roman you're the you're the guy you you've won the rumble you fought him last year at wrestlemania you came up a little bit short but roman always has people watching his back you've got no one watching your back seth even gets into the fact that i feel somewhat responsible for this because it's me. It's my fault that Roman is the way he is. And if you go down the lore of everything, Seth is the one that broke Roman's trust the first in WWE in pro wrestling when he broke up the shield. And since then, Roman hasn't really trusted a lot of people. Uh, there's even clips of when Roman and Seth had their little feud a year or two ago when Roman was full heel saying, you made me do this. You made me into this man. This is your fault. This isn't on this isn't uh this isn't my fault that i'm acting this way this is your fault you broke my heart first 
and Seth referencing back to it's my fault that Roman's this way, but I know Roman better than you do. You're the guy to take down Roman, but you can't do it alone. I will watch your back. He said, I will be your shield. Which I, no, Mike, I like that on. I, I Listen, I know why people <laughs> like it. All right. Like I, you got to understand me on this show. Probably everyone's least favorite pro wrestling brain. <laughs> people love you. I mean, I, I know why they love me. It's not for my pro wrestling brain. They look to you. They look to UK Tom for that that hard knowledge of pro wrestling. They're looking to me for the honest everyday man. The melodrama is fine. It came off sticky and it's like intentionally so because it's wrestling. But I look at that. And I'm like, fuck off. And my, and my fuck off is mostly towards like, again, like the promo, just like you, like it was, it's weird. Cause it, you're positioning your faces for WrestleMania and it's awesome. It's as I kept going, I'm like, what the fuck here, Seth? Like, what are we doing? Are we going to see a night one um, Seth Cody versus Dwayne Roman? Dwayne going to work the Elimination Chamber? I don't fucking think so. I I don't think he's working Chamber because it was announced today as we record this that Seth and Cody will be on the Grayson Waller effect at Elimination Chamber, which I fucking hate. Not hating the segment, but that's the way you're getting those guys on that pay-per-view. If you're going over to Australia to give those guys a show, one, either one, this Grayson Waller effect better be fucking amazing. Or two, those guys should be working. So my question, we don't have anything in March, do we? Nope. No, as far as so I know. So it's just straight gap, right? Like, yeah, so we're, this is our last stop before we get to Mania for a premium live event. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, Dwayne's going to show up and crash the party at the Grayson Waller effect. Like, that's that's a no-brainer. Dwayne doesn't have to work then. You could still go up and build the match. Um, obviously, we'll uh, see a tussle between the two. But getting back to the main main picture here where are you slating this how does this look at 40 like it we're now getting more and more questions not enough answers like we got it's roman cody at mania in the main event but you still got Dwayne. you still have seth uh well the men's elimination chamber match allegedly will have decide who's fighting seth at mania Sure. No one's ever said if that's the main event, the opener, nothing. It's just at Mania. So Seth will be defending his title in some way. But he's wrapped up in this story. That's that's where the confusion comes in. And I don't want anyone to think that when we say the word confusion right now that we're saying we don't like this. This is good confusion where we can't predict. That's it. And even me, as, as negative as I can be, I like that we're on a road to WrestleMania where we don't have the answers we don't have the card quite yet that's always really exciting stuff building up because like you got guys like scotty and our of course other co-hosts uk tom who are watching monday they're watching friday they're they're keeping up with this stuff i'll watch via twitter like i'm well aware of everything that's happening i'm just not gonna watch it for three hours yeah but it is gonna keep my eyes locked to see more segments with cody more segments with roman more segments with seth leading in there not to say we're not excited for the undercard at wrestlemania there's gonna be great stuff to be to be had on that card but obviously the biggest question on everyone's mind is like how are we looking going into this and with everything that's been laid out so far it's looking like there should be some sort of tag team match at some point yes i want to quickly say when seth said i can be your shield I didn't take it as solely as I was in the shield and I know how to 
I know Roman better than anybody. I also took it as Cody, you're Captain America. I can actually be your shield, your weapon. Sure. To help take down Thanos, essentially, which would be would it be the rock or would it be Roman? I, don't I mean, know, I think I think we're eyeing it up as Roman. Like again, that that promo is definitely geared towards yeah. Roman. Um, but so right now, a lot of the dirties and shit online are saying, well, night one's going to be the tag team match with Seth and I- Cody versus Roman and Rock. And at this stage right now, and we this is as far as we've opened this WrestleMania book, it looks like that. But then are you having those guys fight on night one and then Seth and an opponent for and then fighting on night two and Cody and Roman fighting on night two and no block on night two? There's the big one, like um or I mean Cody has to open WrestleMania on night one. Either way, like if you're Seth, yeah, you're in the best spot. You you're potentially look all these guys, really, except minus Dwayne, you're working twice. Hell, Mike, you're so working we... twice on the biggest weekend yeah. of WWE, so they're they're not losing. It could add into the story as well, building up to like both guys are beat up and like the storytelling is like it's there. But I mean, with who is still in this elimination chamber, like or who's going to be in it? I don't know if they're all viable candidates to take that belt from Seth. Like I don't know if I'm ready for one of those guys to be the guy. Uh, that's such a hard spot to be in right now because Cody and Roman and to a touch of a lesser respect is rock and Seth are all so much above story. telling wise right now compared to everything else that's happening. Well, this was the situation last year too, Mike, where it was, we're building up to Cody and Roman. The rest of the card isn't meeting that even though WrestleMania 39 was fantastic last year. Oh. Both nights were great. People saying storytelling. one of their favorite WrestleManias, right? Like, it was really story- changing. It was a storytelling that got a tag team title match to be in the main event of night one, and the storytelling of Roman and Cody going into night two. Storytelling is what is going to push whatever it's going to be in the main event of night one, and it could be another tag team match with the three biggest names in WWE on the men's side and the biggest name in the world, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, I- and nobody could really bat an eyelash at that. You're not, and you're you're right on the right path. Like again, stories everything. This is potentially the blow off for two of the biggest stories in the WWE. I mean, arguably, again, first, I think the bloodline's bigger than Cody's finished the story. Like, without a doubt, I think the bloodline story is richer and has more interweaving until maybe later in the run. Cody's yeah. finished the story is about as simple golden era wrestling as it gets, and that's fine. Like, it's a good way to get your baby face over. It's working wonders. Mm-hmm. Gotta finish the story. Gotta finish the story. Like, it's it's drained in there. If you're remembering, though, we didn't finish the Bloodline story. We still have not. Mike, that's kind of part of the reason why I was so frustrated with The Rock coming in and at what we thought two weeks ago was literally taking Cody's spot at Mania is because you're giving me a story that I've wanted since jay and sammy had left the bloodline or kicked out or whatever you're giving me the end game for roman which is roman versus rock for the head of the table in the samoan family who is feeding that entire family and supporting the the samoan people and it's usually whoever it is it's in the head of the wrestling universe so for the rock to come back 
and be like, hey, I, I, I was the best in pro wrestling and I'm the biggest name in Hollywood. Obviously, it's me. Roman says, well, I've been carrying this fucking company for longer than you were even in this company. Obviously, it's me. So we're getting that story. And but it was at the expense of Cody at the time where people really wanted Cody to finish his story and sure. pay off that story that we've invested in for a year, two years, whatever it's been. But right now, they're I don't even want to say they're muddying the waters right now because I don't think they are. There's no mud there at all. It's just there's no clarity because they're doing a great job of leaving cliffhangers for us. So we can't use the obvious prediction of like, well, this is what's going to happen. We can assume things, but right now it's more fun not knowing what happens. I don't know if I want to see that tag team match at Mania. I'll be honest, Mike, and I'm sure this isn't even a realistic thing, but how great would that be to have that tag team match mid-March on a Monday Night Raw or a Friday Night SmackDown? No. The tag it's team not, match? It, yeah, no, it's not gate, man. Like it does it if Dwayne is gonna work, he's only working one show. He's only ever going to work one show and it's WrestleMania. Stone Cold ain't coming back to do a fucking match on Monday Night Raw either. They come back, they go right to WrestleMania. That is it. There's also talks where it's like we're gonna move to 41. Roman versus Rock. Mm, Fuck yeah. it at that point. Like, unless Roman, you're keeping him off TV. And really having them both spur up at the same time for a great night one. Because in my opinion, that championship is going on night two. Yeah. It's getting defended there. <clears throat> but at this point, like, I I wasn't heartbroken. Like, obviously, I'm not riding on Cody. I know mm -hmm. Cody's going to be the champ. I know it. When it happens, it'll happen. I had a thought in my head this week of crush you. It's absolutely going to crush you. Oh, what if they have him lose again? They can't. I know they can't. Why can't they? But Why they can't, can't they? I that this is where I'm saying where wrestling fans really need to get it together. Like realistically, yes, you're right. Cody's gotta win. Cody's gotta win at WrestleMania. Let's fucking be done with this. But if he doesn't, that moment of one, two, three, yet again, crushing. Absolutely crushing. And I would love nothing more than to see it as a wrestling fan and go like, <laughs> oh my God, they fucking did it again. And this isn't a great <clears throat> apples to apples comparison, but you almost get into yeah. WCW territory where they never give you a payoff. They're always going for heat, heat, heat. Yeah. And I'm not saying look what happened to WCW, but look what happened to a lot of their top guys who just got frustrated and lost a lot of their luster and yeah. fan appeal. Cody's never going to lose young fans. Never. Guys like me, early 40s, who've been through every great era of pro wrestling, I'm probably going to latch on to somebody else. Because at at some point, it's just going to be like, all right, Cody will win it. Cool, whatever. But really wanted you to win at WrestleMania, dude. You laid out a great story. You had great stories. And then what? At some point, he's going to be like Drew McIntyre for a title. It's not the same. It's just not. Because you've built Roman up to be the unbeatable Thanos, the almighty God, whatever you want to be. And you have the perfect baby face to finally take him down. You have your Tony Stark, your Captain America, whatever. And we're just going to keep going with the Thanos. <clears throat> win. Trust me, I love a good heel. I love Thanos. The guy had a great vision. But is in pro wrestling, you have to give that payoff. Otherwise, you just lose some of the luster. There's been times 
back in the day when people thought Dusty Rhodes should have won the title and he didn't. He they lost a lot of the steam on that feud. He won it a couple months later, but it just didn't mean the same. And yeah, on paper it'll show, hey, world champion. But moments count. Moments count for what that championship win means, what finishing that storyline means. Those moments count in in wrestling fans' eyes. Yeah. If if, if Brett didn't beat Yoko at WrestleMania 10, but he won it two months later at in your house, whatever. It's not the fucking same. It's it, it really isn't. So that's where I, I always will defend Cody has to win it at this year's mania. If he doesn't, do, like doubly crushing from last year. It no, will but be that, doubly but that's, crushing. What that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that's know? where you feel. You want people to feel. And, and, and if he does lose, he doesn't lose cleanly. He'll never lose clean. He, Roman won't just beat him one, two, three in the middle of the ring without any help or any interference or any shenanigans. See, I think Roman, if he does beat him, he has to win clean this time. Otherwise, oh. you just get that revolt on Roman where it's like, hey, we just don't care about watching his matches anymore. It's 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 going to become that. I'm telling you, it will become that. Where Because people are already kind of there. Dude. Look what happened with, you with the match in LA Vegas. Night. Just listen. He's over. Oh, he no matter what city he goes to, people are still raising the finger. They're they're acknowledging him. Roman is like John Cena. The tagline. It doesn't are over. matter. The taglines are over. You could say the same thing about LA Knight. Do you give a shit about LA Knight right now? No, but LA Knight was love... it's still he was nobody. <laughs> I know, but he, <laughs> nobody people love the taglines. So taglines are a lot different than just being old, like getting that reaction. But still, so, man, like he he walks into the presence and let's not get it twisted. Roman's not terrible in ring. No. He's great. He, I love Roman. So, but, but again, like I'm in a world where I'm just like, I love to see people crushed. Like, I think it's great. Yeah. When people are just like, I'm disappointed. Take her losing. <laughs> like I, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see that kind of reaction from that many people all at once. When you think, you know, you don't fucking know. And I always applaud WWE for last year's WrestleMania. As much as it stung for people, it made uh, Cody go through the cycle again. Here's the house shows. Here's the thing. You're doing it. You're doing it. Like you're going to go through Brock. You're going to go through all these guys. I said, climb the ladder. They gifted you the rumble. I hated nothing more than where Cody came in in that rumble, but then he loses and has to go through the gauntlet. He's got to come in this rumble. He's got to fucking, he's got to win it. But then he loses again. At what yeah, point do you get maybe. the, re- at what time do you pay that redemption story off? I mean, how long has the bloodline been running? That story been running now. It's been over two years. And, but look what's happening. So it's been, so it's I. But now Dwayne's in the fold. Like this is the one time you've got me back in, invested to like, if it's Jimmy J, at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which, which it, be. it really fucking should be because I think it's a great marquee match. Yeah, it's a great opener on night one or two. Like it's it's incredible. Oh, that would be such a good opener. Good call. Yeah, it, it, it just. That's gonna a story where people are gonna buy into, and it's also bloodline related. Mm-hmm. Like I say, they hug after. Which way does that go? You don't know if they're going against the bloodline, towards the bloodline. Yeah, you don't really have that. You just have the we're brothers. I don't think this they, moment. I don't think they hug, but I do think one of them's on the aisle. At, that whoever lost is standing in the aisle and we get a little wink or a little head, bo- head nod kind of thing, or a, you know, maybe even a good game pat as the other guy leaves the ring. 
Um, I, I don't know. I think that's too high profile, like a split. Arguably one of the greatest tag teams in WWE history. I think, I think you're booking though for them to come back together. I don't think they're coming back together. I think they're staying very separate. After, I don't. After I don't know. I'm still. I'm still saying they. They may come back together. I. Uh, I thought. We but if that get... does, that's good for the bloodline. We're back. We're getting True. back together. Uh, oh, I and agree. Dwayne being in as a heel right now really brings like, oh, our blood is our blood. Dwayne wanted to prove who was the head. Fuck that. Family came first at the press conference. Family came yeah. first. So this is great. Uh, so let's say they don't come back together, the Usos. Okay. And let's say we still get this split after Mania and you have Cody and Seth and let's say Sammy on the good guy side. And then you've got Rock, Roman, and Jay and Solo on the other side. You could have, or Jimmy on the other side, on the bad guy side. You have Jay team up with the good guys. Sure. Yeah, but, you got Jay, Seth, but, Sammy. But, but then Jay did such a good job of being so torn between the bloodline and Sammy. And when Sammy turned, you could start doing that with the Rock and Roman going, what the fuck are you doing on that side of the ring? Your family's over here. And then eventually you could have right. Jay turn again, super kick Cody, go back and join. Yeah, God damn it, you're right. You booked it. God damn. No, so... <laughs> but I just, if they go that route, right? Yeah, Unless right. They're gonna right. take it. Um, take main event, Oos, and do something different. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, let's get the shine. Maybe he's the one to wear the IC. That's the thing we find out next week because Jay's I, fighting I, Walter or Gunther I would, for the I IC. would think that's that's a good match too. Not my ideal Gunther match. I. Yeah, I don't know. WrestleMania is interesting. I think it's how you pay off both of these long-running stories. I love the fact that we can't predict it. We can somewhat guesstimate that it's probably going to be a tag team match on night one with those four guys. Sure. We we could guess all day at that, but like, I don't still want plenty that. of TV. I, I'm kind of with you. I just, I don't know who benefits from that tag match. I don't think it's great that Dwayne comes back and isn't working a singles Fuck, Cody or Roman could get hurt. True. And there goes your yeah. night two main event. Or you power through. Or you power through. We know Cody's done that. He's the American Nightmare. Torn pack and everything. We all saw it. Hell in a cell. But I mean, it'll be interesting <laughs> going up. I mean, we're excited to have UK Tom back on the show to talk more of the Fed, obviously. More of pro wrestling, especially in the coming weeks. Uh, as we get closer to Elimination Chamber, and obviously, as we get closer to WrestleMania, you'll hear more about this. Another big takeaway from Raw. You guys see Becky Lynch drink that cup of piss? <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. God awful promo. Uh, match I don't want to see. Dude. Sorry. I, so, I just, this is what we're doing. I've, uh, I don't want to say I've been very vocal, but I've, I've, I've said it on the show before. I've said it in our group text with uh, me and you and UK Tom that I'm not a big Becky fan of her yeah. work in the ring. I'm even less of a Becky fan when she talks. I just feel like there's not, there's, I just feel like she's trying too hard and, I don't know what it is. It's so odd. And then I'll see her doing like little things uh, on social media, not necessarily the WWE stuff, but just stuff where she's talking normally. And she sounds fine. Like I, I, I can invest in that person. But when she's trying to be the character, Becky Lynch completely loses me. And I hate when they start building storylines for WrestleMania before 
the the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. You're pretty much telling me it's going to be Becky and Rhea at Mania, which is whatever. But Rhea still fights Nia this weekend or next weekend at Elimination yeah. Chamber. And Becky's in the Elimination Chamber match. So you you kind of stooging off the finish already. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. But yeah, Becky, I there's just... She's never been my favorite, even in the four horse women and yeah. and coming out of all that and then coming into when the bloody nose happened. She had me there for a little bit when she was. Could have been the next female Stone Cold Steve Austin. I will 100 percent give her she had that there. They didn't give her that ball to run with it. And that sucks. And that's when they lost me. And I haven't really cared since. I would much rather see. A way better version of Oscar fighting Rhea at Mania. Or did we get that? Yeah, we got that last year, I think. Yeah. Or whatever. But yeah, man, I don't know. Not not a big fan of 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 what we're seeing. I just want Rhea to dominate. That's all I want. Hundred percent. And all I got from Monday Night Raw was that she can't even chug a glass of piss. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Moving on in the women's uh, title run. Um, AEW. That's right. Yeah. We uh, we had mentioned uh, an announcement. Tony Khan had a big announcement. That's right. We're going to Boston. <laughs> Nice. Obviously, the worst kept secret in wrestling. We have to assume. Yeah, it's got to be a one. Mercedes Monet is going to be showing up in Boston. Yes, she is. Yep. Um, I don't think she's showing up alone. I mean, also being reported from, of course, Sean Rossap, everyone's favorite new Meltzer, Mini Dave, <laughs> if you will, um, is reporting that it is pretty much a done deal with uh, Okada. He is now getting on the end of his New Japan run. I believe he is done. Yep, he's got a and couple it's little now dates. They are just finalizing the deal, is what he's reporting. Yeah. Right. Now, my reporting is unless that piece of paper signed, why the fuck would they tell you anything? We've had I Okada feel, going back and forth for months. I, I just, and now it's like, oh, now it's real. Like now yeah. they got him. Yeah. Um, did he open his checkbook? Very possible. 100%. 100% possible to yeah. give him the money he wants and obviously it's a good commitment because New Japan knows they can use him if they want to mm-hmm. so that's great I I mean it's not to pay, play favoritism I just think the best talent in the world should get a chance in a new regime of WWE to yeah. show that he's the best in the world and I think with Triple H in charge you would get to see something different with Okada, and I think more people should have been excited about that being a possibility, because I think we all knew that AEW is probably going to be the front runner, just because of talent there that he's worked with. Obviously, Kota Ibushi is signed. Obviously, Kenny Omega is there. Will Ospreay now all lead as well. There is plenty of talent that, yes, he has worked with and will feel comfortable with. And yeah, sure, maybe doesn't have to go through the NXT system to learn that style of professional wrestling in North America. Um, also, would be a killer in NXT and help push that brand, which would also be very lucrative in his deal, I imagine, is, hey, you're going to help us with this. Remember when NXT was the showcase of indies? Yeah, it was the alternative before there was an alternative. Yeah. It was AEW before there was an AEW. It was a, 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 a jacked up Ring of Honor company, essentially, which, with money. Which could be that again. When guys start realizing that brand isn't the worst thing to go to, I think if you could have locked down Okada, if this is true, if he is going to AEW, good for him. I mean, obviously, you're getting paid no matter what, and you're you're great talent to work against. But I think I would have wanted to see him with the look Okada has, the gimmick he has. I think it would have played 
a little bit better in WWE for right now. I agree. I was really hoping he'd go to the Fed. Uh, I'm not mad that he's going to AEW because I no. still think he can have awesome matches with so many people oh. there. Uh, my issue with AEW is the storytelling. Like Okada could go there and Tony would book him in dream matches for six months straight every Wednesday night with no rhyme or reason, throw a couple Texas death matches in there for Stips, and then you've blown through everything. I I honestly feel that with what they were doing with Shinsuke Nakamura for the last few months was uh, a, a flag up, anything to get Okada's attention. Hey, we're a little bit different now. We believe in our superstars, especially our superstars like Shinsuke Nakamura, like Asuka, we brought back Kyrie saying, we we can put the machine behind you. We You don't have to worry about your English. I fucking hate the idea, and I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know, that Okada would have to go to NXT to learn the style. And for me, what's the style? Knowing where the hard cam is? I know there's a different style in the ring. There, and there, it, 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 let's be honest. It's a slower style. It. But it Oka- is slower. I, I agree, but I, I think we've seen enough Okada matches. I do pay for New Japan Pro Wrestling World, by the way. He's <laughs> still paying for that. <laughs> yeah, right. should fire it up one day. But o- Okada, to me, is one of the most North American-style wrestlers that I think I've seen in New Japan because he doesn't just go a million miles an hour and do yeah, spots. Yeah, character type, you're right. He's just just style-wise, yeah. Yeah, I think he's that guy, so... I, I hated when there was rumors that, oh, if he's coming to the Fed, he's going to go to an NXT. I'm like, oh, why? The guy's almost fucking 40. The guy's a superstar. You didn't send AJ Styles there. And I put Okada with AJ. He'll figure it out. AJ had to figure out the, the Fed style. And guess what? He was in WrestleMania two months after he debuted in WWE. That being said, Okada going to AEW will get me excited about watching Dynamite every Wednesday. It just will. Well, Osprey being there gets me excited. So, tell some stories and get me back in. I love the matches. Always yeah. great talent there, great workers. But AEW, let's evolve your storytelling and let's uh, let's get back on pace when you first came onto the scene. Also, real quick before we wrap up, yeah. change your format. Don't debut a, a new wrestler and then not have them on Dynamite. Show a video package on Collision, Rampage. Have them fight on Collision. And then replay that the next week on Dynamite. And then we don't see him really wrestle on Dynamite, which is your fucking number one show. It's your show. Put that guy on the big show. Have him work all two or all three. I don't care. But don't fucking give us video packages and backstage interviews that were taped two weeks ago. Have this guy working. Get this guy involved in, su- in stories. And I will say, same thing for Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks. Same fucking thing. Get her out there. No more backstage stuff. No more shit on Rampage. Put them on your number one grade A television product. I agree. And lasting note, this Friday, that's right, this Friday, February 16th, here in Regina, it is the 15th anniversary tour of CWE, and that's right, it's featuring the franchise. Shane Douglas, of course, the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast is going to be there. Can't wait. It's going to be a great show. Bell time's at 7. We hope to see you all there at the Riddell Center at the University of Regina here in Regina, Saskatchewan. That's right. Bell time is 7 p.m. for some live pro wrestling. Come check it out. Come say hi. And uh, it's a great time. I'm excited. Can't wait to go to the show. Can't yep, believe it's already here. Going to be a blast.
Yeah, yeah. Great show, pal. Great show. It's, you know, a lot to go through. Yeah. And it flew by once again. As always, hit us up on our socials at In My House Pod. That's where you find everything. I'm going to try and do some more TikToks for us, pal. Sure. People love the TikTok. They love the they love the TikTok. Yeah, they do. And for all you um, any email questions, of course, in my house wrestling at gmail.com. Nice. You can hit us up there for any inquiries as well. We'll keep an eye on it. Absolutely. Thanks for checking out the show. Until then, this is the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers,